Welcome to the Co-op Mode Podcast. This is round, well, it's not even a round, it's a special edition. We've got a controller to announce the winners of that contest and a Nintendo Direct to break down. I'm your host, Todd Oxtra, joined by my co-host, the charming one, Mark, the Canardian, Carabin. How are you doing, bud? I am good. I'm so excited. It is raining cats and dogs here and potentially might start a, uh, a thunderstorm soon. So if I magically disappear at some point, uh, the storm may have knocked out power, but I, I don't think it's supposed to get that bad. So I'm just really excited to be here. Yeah, this is a special edition. We have some special guests joining us today. So uh, I will do a quick introduction. So my friend, Sean Nias, we go a long way back. He said, I want to give back to the community. I'm going to donate $100 each because each one of my gamer kids love gaming and they want our audience to design controllers for them based on some criteria. So we are joined by those two kids, Stella and Henry Nias. How are you guys doing tonight? Good. All right. So um, love the shirts, by the way. Thank you very much. So... So Stella, uh, we're going to start with you. So we did this contest. It's taken some time to get the pick. You guys wanted a lot of time to make sure you're making the right decision. So Stella, tell us a little bit about what the inspiration you gave to uh, the designers. Like what, what did you want to see the controller look like? I wanted to see um, that it was like featured with Minecraft, but like that I wouldn't really know that it would look like something that you would see ordinary in Minecraft. And I just wanted it like something that is like my favorite colors, like blue, purple, all of that. Was it hard to make the decision? Kind of. Okay. It wasn't that hard. Well, very good. Let's not hold the suspense any longer. Let's see the controller you picked. So hold it up a little closer. Mark, you can see it pretty well. Yep. It's the diamond one. Oh, fantastic. And that was the only person that actually gave a reference to their design, Mm -hmm. which I thought was really cool. So, Mark, do you want to say who the winner was? I believe that one was Leah Jewer, wasn't it? It was indeed. Yes, Leah, our fellow Canadian, uh, also uh, who we had on the show uh, back in the day. That was a a really cool design. I like that one too, Stella. I thought that was really neat. That was was really good. Once I saw that, I was like, oh, it's going to be hard to top this. So that's, that's was, great. Was there any other designs that you were like, wow, this was close? Not really. Not, oh, well, okay. A few, though, but this is probably my favorite, though. Well, very good. Well, congratulations, Leah. Yeah. Uh, we'll get all the information about to the winners and how they can get the charity of their, their choice, the, the donation, because that's really the big part about your dad wanted to give back. So this is awesome. Yeah. So thank you for that, Stella. So now, Mr. Henry. You're wearing a shirt, and I think that might have had part of what you wanted your controller to be inspired by. Tell us a little bit, though. What did you want your controller to look like or, or, or be inspired by? Well, I wanted my controller to look like like the Cap- Captain America shield, shield because if it was like a different color, then it wouldn't match. All right. Mm-hmm. Love it. So was it really hard to pick your winner? Mm, no. Oh, boy. Okay. So at this point, let's unveil your winner. And guys, if you're listening online, watch YouTube. You will see this. You'll see the kids. You'll see the design. So this will make a lot more sense. So let's see it, Henry. We're very excited. Okay, hold it up in the middle. We're getting close. So that is a red-inspired Captain American controller. So, Mark, who was the winner? Sadly, I believe that's yours. It was mine. Ugh. And I I did not expect this, Henry, Ugh. at all. I'm like, I picked a red design. I'm like, nobody's going to expect Captain America to be red, but I wanted to be different. Mm-hmm. Are you surprised, Henry? Mm, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm not a designer by trade, so I... The other thing is that he, his favorite color, or one of his favorite colors is red, so that's uh. another reason he probably liked it. Wow. I, I feel honored. Well, thank you very much. Well, um, is there anything else you guys want to say to the designers or anything about the contest? Well, we are thank we thank everyone who like sent in um, a design. Yeah, yeah, and the designers we picked. Um, thank you for um, or I hope you choose like a good charity to give to. All right. 
All right. Well, thank you both very much. Uh, I, I, you know, it's an honor to be nominated and it's even better to be win, to win, to be honest. <laughs> so job, awesome. Man. Yes. Thank you, Mark. Uh, so thank you all for that. Uh, and once again, thank your dad because he was the one that is donating the money. So thank you for letting us do this for you guys. This is awesome. Um, now, and you guys want to though, to know all the components though, because you want these controllers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, awesome. so we'll make sure we connect with Leah to make sure she has all the specifics to give you, and I will do the same for mine. So with that, it's awesome to have you guys on the show. We know you listen and you enjoy the show, and we, we want to always hear more of your comments on what you want to hear about the show, guests you want us to have, and games you want us to talk about. So thank you again. Mm-hmm. I have to ask one thing. When you finally get these controllers, what's the first game you guys want to play? Minecraft. Micro. Well, I kind of, I should have assumed <laughs> that one. That's on me. Henry, what are you, what are you picking? Gang beasts. Gang beasts. Gang beasts. All right. Yeah. That sounds fun. Yeah. Are you guys going to get an engraving on your, in your controller? Well, maybe. We don't know yet. Okay. I might do All Captain right. America. I might do Sushi Nerd. Perfect. Awesome. So when you guys are done and you have the physical controllers, make sure you take some pictures and share them with us. Okay. Sure. All right. Well, thank you guys. This is awesome. It's awesome to even even better was having you guys on this. So that was fantastic. And I'm sure I will be seeing you two soon on a future game day. So you guys have a good night and thank you for joining us. Thanks, guys. Well, that was a lot of fun. But now we transition to the second part of our show, which is all about the Nintendo Direct that came out of nowhere. We had the Sony one, which we did a special on a couple weeks ago. And we have this controller. And we're like, Mark, let's just talk about this Nintendo Direct. So, Mark, this is really your baby. Nintendo is your major, like, crush. It's like your, your high school crush. You had a podcast all about Nintendo before this. So this is all yours. And I'm here to give some color commentary. So take it away. Awesome. All right. Yeah. So we, we had, uh, in true Nintendo fashion, by the time everyone gave up hope, uh, the Nintendo drive, especially shot those those guys, that was, that was amazing. They were like, we're just giving up hope. Uh, we're, we're just letting go of all our hopes and dreams. And then literally this thing was announced and released the next day in, uh, in true Nintendo, just super weird kind of fashion. So, uh, so here we go, but this was a long one too. This was 40 minutes, of just straight up announcements and uh let's i'm gonna read through the whole list we're not going to touch on every single one of these we're gonna go through a few of our favorites and kind of to skip the rest because you know every other show is going to be covering this stuff and uh and we're we're kind of releasing this the next week so we're just going to touch on some stuff that really got us going about this announcement but uh first i want to read through quickly Every single thing that was touched on here, we started off with Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak, new DLC uh, expansion for Monster Hunter Rise. Um, and we got some dates. Do you want me to go through the dates too? Yeah, absolutely add them in so people know when they can expect these to happen. Sure, because because some of this stuff is coming up and some they went like 2022 or later, which I thought was really cool because a lot of time Nintendo focuses on like the next three months or the next six months or something. This was just like all out. Let's go. So Mark, did they, did they like lie to us? Cause I don't remember them saying there'll be a lot of 2022 stuff. This is more about what was going to end the year. So did they, did they keep their word or was it just sly Nintendo doing what they do? No, they, they said we're just, it's going to be 40 minutes of upcoming switch games. So they didn't okay. really put a date or a, okay. a constraint on it for themselves. Uh, the only time they did lie to us is we didn't hear only about games, which was crazy. And we'll get to that. So like I said, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak, that's summer of 22. Uh, Super Mario Party Superstars comes out much sooner, October 29th of this year. Voice of Cards, The Isle of Dragon Roars, that's uh, October 28th, 2021. If uh, maybe Mario Party Superstars isn't your thing. Uh, Disco Elysium, The Final Cut. Uh, that one's dropping October 12th digitally. And then we're getting a physical release early 2022. Oh. I thought was uh, quite the gap for the cartridge factory uh, is behind. <laughs> maybe, maybe uh, new expansion pass wave two for Hyrule warriors age of calamity. That's dropping October 29th as well. So why so much on that date? I don't know. Uh, weird. Is, anyway. is like something going on in October? Right. Like 
got to get them all in because their fiscal quarter's ending maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, Chocobo GP, super surprising, 2022. Uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate Final Direct, Mr. Sakurai Presents, October 5th. So very, very soon, we're getting another Nintendo news drop, and this is going to be the final Smash Brothers character. And maybe before we go, we'll, we'll have to remember to to come up with who we want to see or who we expect to see work. This is the, this is the typical allow myself to introduce myself. <laughs> the announcement for the announcement. I thought like they could have just dropped it in a little quick trailer and said, then, cause that's what they typically do. They do a little like drop and then they show who it is. And they like, and then we're going to have like a direct where we show all their, their noises and their <laughs> voice acting and all the echoes. And, but they just said, we're just going to talk about it later. So I like that, that tease. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, yes. why not? We got nothing left to look forward to in 2021. A strange kind of way to announce things. Very different from Nintendo. Because like you said, usually you'll see the character and it's like, yeah, join us next week for like a real deep dive. Yes. Like this one was just like, nah, we're just going to tease you with something. So I thought that was weird, but cool. Uh, So then we got Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Kirby usually ends a console life. (laughs) So this was like uh, Kirby set in a dystopian future. I loved it. Uh, that's spring of 22. Animal Crossing New Horizons free content update. Again, something we're going to be hearing more about at a later date, but that's apparently dropping in November. Uh, Have they ever done an intent, uh, uh, Animal Crossing Direct before? Yeah, I think so. Like, like just dropped. with like with, but yes, but they haven't done anything like that oh, since, right? Or something. No, it's been like Twitter so. drops. It's been mm-hmm. like, you can use Mario stuff. It's a tweet plus maybe a trailer. Yeah. So this, uh, this Tim Hortons update or, uh, what's it, <laughs> uh coffee, coffee shop, update. the coffee shop, uh, the Tim Hortons, the Americans are getting right. Yeah. The Canadian Could be done, done brothers coffee here. Or maybe Pete's coffee. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, so we're, we're getting the, yeah, that's the Canadian edition. I got to remember that. Uh, so <laughs> we'll hear more about that later. Uh, Mario golf, super rush, second free content update. That was one of those fun little things that they were like, and it's available now or like, you know, today kind of thing. Um, Ninji looks cute. Yeah. Ninji looks cute. Watch this. Everything was out. So it was really exciting to be able to watch it and be like, Oh, later today is now. Cause, uh, (laughs) it was, yeah, it's cool. Uh, this one got me pumped for my wife and I actually went up and woke her up and we watched the rest of it together. This was Disney magical world Two enchanted edition. And that's dropping this holiday. So exciting. Uh, star Wars Knights of the old Republic. That's dropping November 11th. Not the remake folks, <laughs> not the remake <laughs> things. They the wish original. they probably could have pulled out of the direct after that announcement, but oh well. Yep. Original port of that, which I'm sure some people are happy about. They get the, oh, yeah. uh, the original, you know, unfiltered edition, it's, and that's uh, that's it, right? So that Aspire version apparently is the best version. version of that game, and it's only available on mobile now. So the yeah. fact that it's coming to Switch, that's great. Very exciting. Uh, Dying Light 2, Stay Human, the cloud version, is coming out February 4th of 22. Dying Light Platinum Edition is coming out October 19th of 2021. Triangle Strategy, yes, they're sticking with that name, is dropping on March 4th. All that market research (laughs) research they did, Mark, they said, people don't like the project part. Everything else is clearly communicated. I love that they're just leaning into that uh metroid dread of course dropping october 8th really soon they had to touch on that a little bit uh we got n64 games and genesis games dropping late october when with a nintendo switch online expansion pass which again we'll find out more details but we did get the games at least in this case but we'll find out more details on pricing and stuff because this is going to cost extra for your Nintendo Switch Online account. Uh, and so many people, myself included, if you got Nintendo Switch Online when it first dropped, it's coming up to renewal time. So they had to bring something to get us uh, <laughs> to get us renewing those subscriptions. Uh, and and I'm, I'm hoping this comes in at a good price point. So we'll see. Yeah, and those controllers too. That was kind of a big thing, which yeah. is like, hmm. And a little slight to North America when we get the Genesis controller with only... Three buttons. Three buttons versus the six in Japan. That is correct. Uh, Shadowrun Trilogy is dropping sometime in 2022. Castlevania Advanced Collection was available right then and there that same day. Uh, so it's available now, obviously, by the time you're listening to this. Uh, Act Razor Renaissance available 
again right away. Delta Room chapters one and two available today as well. Uh, again, these todays are like all when you're listening to this. So there's a whole lot of those like, go get it now, go get it now, go get it now, which is really exciting. Uh, Hot Wheels Unleashed, which just looks ridiculous. Oh, when your son gets old enough, Mark, it's going to blow his yep. brains. Or, it's, well, it's not, that sounds horrible. <laughs> it's going to make him excited. <laughs> Very much so. Uh, that's coming out September 30th. So by the time people listen to this, it's going to be really, really close. Uh, we're recording this on the 26th, just for some reference there. Uh, surviving the Aftermath, that's sometime this holiday. Shimagame Tensei 5, November 11th. Uh, Wreckfest coming out sometime this fall arcade archives pac-man and xevious again two things that were dropped that very day rune factory 5 march 22nd 22 and uh the last three things big surprises we got some the first look at the cast of the super mario movie and uh, that's coming out December 21st, 2022. So we'll see more about that later, but we got the voice cast and there are some weird choices, but we'll, we'll talk about that in a bit. Mark and, sure. and then the internet just really didn't have anything to say about it. No, no one's been, they were, they were just like, okay, sounds good. Great. Uh, we, <laughs> we also got some, uh, some look at a more look at Splatoon three, which is again, dropping sometime in 22. I'm guessing next summer, but who knows? And of course we finished the show off with Bayonetta three, which again is dropping in 2022. So that was everything. That was wow. You wow. Mark. Holy. Wow. I mean, that was 40 minutes of like a little bit of fluff, but that was jam packed. Even like the, like the last, a couple of things you mentioned, that was like in a, just a, 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 a real, a highlight reel, because yeah. they didn't even say much about those. Like, and you know, I thought like Shimagami Tensei Five was like supposed to be a big deal. It was just part of the highlight reel. So I'm like, wow, yeah, they just ran just out of time. Trailers. They're just like, hey, we'll show off some trailers, and then if you have some questions, I guess we'll talk about it later because we're yeah. moving on to the next thing. Like, let's go. It was just they, they were firing on all cylinders, and uh, it was it was a heck of a show. So, uh, like I said, instead of going through every single thing, giving our thoughts mm-hmm. on everything. Let's kind of keep it concise, but let's start with our top level excitement. Todd, what got you the most excited about this whole thing? Holy cow. And you know, it's kind of where it kicked off. Um, I I was just really impressed with this whole show. And I would say this show was actually better than the E3 show. Um, I can't think of back to the E3. I'm like, was there anything blowing away? No. I mean, and obviously it kind of gave us little pieces of other things we expected. But this one really, it was surprised because Nintendo Direct has become very uncommon until we got that a3 direct and i'm like mm-hmm. are they gonna just go away from it again we're getting these like weird like off directs and then we got this one I'm like this is fantastic because we know nintendo has so much more in their pocket and they've just been holding back because they're on fire they have one console developed for and they've got things to show so this makes me very excited about 2022 more so than 2021 but very cool i will kick it off though that yoshi game Oh my goodness. This is the game where Logan and I watched that. And Logan loves, or sorry, not Yoshi game. Kirby, Kirby game. I was going to say, like, Yoshi, where are you coming with that? I was going to say, Dino Yoshi something? with Danny DeVito. I, they, that they really got me. Yoshi game yeah. as part of the N64 yes. collection. So I yes. wasn't sure if you meant that one. But yeah. okay, so no, no, no. The Kirby, Kirby game. Kirby sorry. Kirby let me take that back. Todd is on crack. Um, right. No, I'm not really. But um, <laughs> the Kirby game really surprised me. And, and Logan says, Dad, this really looks good. And he's a big Kirby fan too. So I'm like, and this is the first fully 3D Kirby game we've ever gotten. It's an action platformer. Uh, It feels like it's got all the hallmarks of Kirby as well. And it just feels like we haven't gotten a Kirby like that in years, um, which is fantastic. Logan loved that one Wii Kirby game. Was it Kirby Dreamland or something like that? Where you had the huge sword on the Wii. It was fantastic. Don't know. I think I skipped that. I, I... Most of my Kirby experience is on handheld. So I played the heck out of, uh, was it Rainbow? Um, the Rainbow Curse, yep, on Curse, 3DS. The, yep. Those 3DS, uh, I, I thought they were great. I, mean, I think it was the um, Canvas Curse on the Wii U. Yeah. Canvas Curse on the Wii U, I think. It was on DS. First. Oh, geez. Okay. Um, okay. Because I, I haven't played too many. I played the, what was it? Um, it wasn't Yarn. What did they do with uh, Kirby? Uh, the so there was Kirby, the, so Kirby's no, return Kirby to Dreamland. Was it Yarn? 
it was Epic Yarn, but Kirby yes. Return to Dreamland was the game that Logan loved on the Wii. I mean, it was just epic because you'd get like a huge sword, and it was a side scroller. It was just a awesome. very, but it was a lot of fun Kirby game. So we we pl- loved playing those with a kid. And I would say when Finn gets of age, I think Kirby's a perfect game, especially mm-hmm. Epic Yarn. So fun. Uh, but this game just, just looked so cool. With my uh, my. Uh, actually, well, speaking of Nintendo Switch Online, he's been walking around with my Super Nintendo controller. Ah, okay. He found that he dug it out of a, a basket, and uh, that's. I, I was scared he was going to break it, but then I was just kind of like, "He's actually no, like, he can't. He can't break it." Mark. Down and and like actually pressing the buttons to nothing, but but he was very much enjoying himself. Anyway, sorry. Back to to Kirby. That controller is indestructible, but <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but it just looks cool. And, and someone even mentioned maybe this is the same engine that we got uh, Mario Odyssey with, which would be very cool. But I like this. I thought this looked very cool, very fun. And anytime Nintendo makes a 3D platformer, I'm interested. So this mm-hmm. seemed to be like, I didn't expect this. I think there was a leak in advance, but still seeing it on the page, it looks like The Last of Us with Kirby. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it's so desolate, I'm like, this is so weird, but I'm all in. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, mine, I, I'll talk uh, a little bit about. I, yeah, I, I, I think I met you when I was listing, but uh, a few of these. But I'll start with the Castlevania Advance Collection. I, I was so pumped for this. I know it's again the same kind of thing you were you were saying with the Kirby and whatever. Like I think some of this stuff was was kind of leaked already, but the fact that it was released. The same day just got me so pumped. I loved the Game Boy Advance and I loved Castlevania on the Game Boy Advance. That's really where I got into Castlevania. I kind of skipped those for Super Nintendo because I was a little too young when they came out. So like Aria of Sorrow, um, those kind of like, oh man, those games were just so good. Uh, So in this collection, we have Circle of the Moon, we have Harmony of Dissonance, and Aria of Sorrow, plus the Super Nintendo Dracula X. So four games. Uh, Canadian, I think they're like 25 bucks. I bought this instantly. I think it's 20 in the States, Mm -hmm. like instant purchase. Uh, However, thanks to the Halo test flight and being uh, busy the last few days, I really only got to touch a two of the games in this collection and only for a little bit. So, um, so far I'm loving it. The controls are all fully customizable because I didn't like how they were mapped at first. There's a rewind function because these games is hard. Oh yeah. And, uh, but they look great. There's a pixel perfect mode or you can stretch it out to the full, uh, switch screen. I've only been playing in handheld so far, but I'm sure the, uh, the graphics will still hold up on the TV because it's, it's great pixel art. So you can't really go wrong there. So um, super excited to have this collection on switch and uh, j- just be, like I said, just them dropping it that exact day, just be like go out now. And like I said, I watched it late. So I was like, where's my switch? Let's go. So this was, this was an exciting one for me. Yeah, Konami actually has a heart. We've seen that experience. The fact that they give us four games for 20 bucks is just a phenomenal deal. And I, I will say, I, I will talk about this uh, collection later in the sh- uh, as we talk through these, but the fact that I played these games on original GBA where the back there was no backlit screen, mm-hmm. and these games just struggled because of that. And the fact that now you get it, it's not held back by any hardware. Right. Even on Perfection. the SP, like I, I had the, the GBA SP uh, that looked like an NES uh, and, and that one was, was, it did have a lit up screen, but it wasn't great. I also replayed these on the DS because that had the GBA port. It looked better there. And again, like you said, it's not held back by any hardware now. It looks amazing. So uh, if you're a fan of Castlevania games or uh, Metroidvania games in general, like go back and check these out. Absolutely. Perfect. Perfect. Just collection. Yeah. The next game, Bayonetta or uh, let's Splatoon three. We we were both excited about that one, Todd. What uh, what do you think of this? I Logan and I both looked at this. We like they must have a new engine because it looks mm. remarkably better, and it just seemed like what they delivered here. This seems like the true sequel to Splatoon versus mm. Splatoon two, which I always felt like was more of a deluxe. It had some additions, but this one seems like they are really going deep with this game, uh, what they're doing with the lore, all those things. And I'm not the biggest Splatoon fan. I always wanted to do more. I always wanted. I, I always ask of more of this game because I'm like. I think they could do so much more as a PVE element with multiplayer because right. uh, they had the one mode they added last. Uh, what was it called? The uh, Salmon Run? 
Yeah, Sam Hunter. And I hated that event because like only happens these days. I'm like, well, then I'm out because I'm like, do I have to schedule myself? So I, I really hope they go down the road of let's get players to go together in a more cooperative versus pv because i love pv and destiny things like that so i'm hoping they have it but i mean like the, what they showed like it almost looked like you drive a tank mm-hmm. or like that type of thing you become like a weird squid superhero which was kind of fun uh they they added a shield which was really cool so this seems more like just more weapons more uh more uh like uh, wep- uh, more weapons and more customization they seem like they're going fully in like this is what they can do when they've got a lot of time because mm-hmm. it's been a i think more time than they previously given another game so and this hardware is mature they've got a full audience now um and it's got a huge following so i think this is great and i hope they do some really cool stuff with the single player and for me I don't love the control scheme scheme in Splatoon. I don't love motion controls, um, and I don't love the sticks. So maybe they'll do something there that'll make it a little bit more for me, but maybe not. I don't care, but I think this looks cool. looks like a really cool sequel, and they're doing something with mammals, which is very weird because now we have ha- hairy squid pieces squid things which is just very weird mark i yeah i love uh i love how weird they're going with splatoon and and so far like they they mentioned in the trailer or in the direct for this uh there's only been two mammals in the splatoon universe and that is two seemingly immortal cats if you look up the splatoon lore it is actually absolutely hilarious uh, because the the cat that determines which team wins and which team loses is yeah apparently immortal and has been around since the end of the mammalian age and the beginning of the the squid age and I love that they're just leaning into this and just going full wacky with it and like you said they're they they look like they're really changing some things up and adding some new elements and like you said last time was almost like Splatoon Deluxe but it ended up being Splatoon Two so this one I hope they do go completely wacky and uh and i i hope they take advantage of what the switch is because last time as much as i loved splatoon 2 last time i felt like they had transposed the the wii u controls to the switch which didn't always work because with the switch you had the map there that you could press the map and jump Mm -hmm. to a specific place and there were certain things with the the wii u controller that just didn't translate to switch because you didn't have two screens you didn't have that asynchronicity uh for a a word i might have just made up but uh anyway (laughs) Uh, this one, I have to say I'm very excited for, but it also hurt me to my core because every second of this trailer made me miss Bobby, who Absolutely. I had a Splatoon podcast with the Ink Strike podcast. And every time there'd be a new Splatoon announcement or game, we'd bring this back for a few special episodes. And that was always a special time for me to hang out with Bobby and, uh, and talk Splatoon and of course play the game with him and stuff like that. So every frame of this trailer just just hurt me a little uh but i'm also very excited so uh splatoon 3 look forward bobby is sending you hugs mark he's so happy for you and he's just thinking of you right now through all the excitement here so and i will say if 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 bobby was here he would say it's time to make the uh promise of a second wii u controller happen with a switch light allows (laughs) you to control things and use the screen as a controller option for splatoon 3 for people like bobby who had four switches in their house just for themselves uh, i think that could work for sure absolutely my luck i'd be able to borrow my wife's switch but it would only work with switch lights and i'd have to like go out and buy one of those so it'd drive me crazy um anyway let's uh, let's move on to the next one bayonetta 3 we both had this on our list todd how you feeling Wowie wow. Mark, uh, Bayonetta 1, I didn't love it first. Bayonetta 2, I didn't love it first. But then I played Bayonetta 2 on the Switch, mm-hmm. and it was chef's kiss. <laughs> Perfection. Love that game. I love action, stylish mm-hmm. combat, whatever they want to call it. Uh, and I actually loved it so much, I'm like, well, how can I play Bayonetta 1 now? Because I want to do that. So I was telling you, I'm like, I, I looked on Switch, it's $30 to play Bayonetta 1. There is a connection collection of Bayonetta 1 plus uh, Vanquish for $16 on Xbox One and PS4. I found, but it's still $30 on the Switch. Like, so I found it for $5 on Steam. So I'm going to play Bayonetta 1 because I want to so do that. You're, the, the sale, when I went to check that on Xbox for Bayonetta 1, um, 
it was the same price as Switch or or very close absolutely to it. yeah. And the collection was not as as cheap as you said. So that might have been a sale last week, and they've gotten rid of that. Maybe it's just PS4, or PS5 that had maybe, it. Maybe because Vanquish is a fantastic game too. So I'm like, play those games because it's. Yeah. I'm surprised that game hasn't come to everything either. But yeah, I bought it on uh, Steam for five bucks. So uh, if you can get to play Steam and Vanquish, play it wherever you can because they're fantastic. But yeah, the fact that this. Nobody knew what this game was when we first saw the trailer. I'm like, is this, is this, nobody knew what this was. They thought maybe this is near or something else. And I'm like, I think this is Bayonetta, but I'm not sure. We didn't see her forever. And then we finally see her finally with the new hairdo and everything. I'm like, uh, and we saw a weird teddy bear, which I'm like, I don't get that, but I'm like, I'm all for it. And they added this cool new mechanic of like these monsters, which are selectables like she has summons where she can summon like big fists and things like that but i didn't i've never seen this before where they added these like ridiculous like monsters that she can attack with mm-hmm. in a selectable well, there's three of them and then you can also ride these monsters in a maybe it's a cutscene. i don't know but i think this looks awesome i love it and the fact yeah. that they have that weird joe pesci guy probably coming back that drops f-bombs on a nintendo console just makes me feel like nintendo don't care anymore they want all the no. money very, very mature game and only coming out for Nintendo Absolutely. Switch. Absolutely. Uh, uh, funny enough, Dan uh, from Retro Logic, who was on a few uh, a few episodes ago or a couple episodes ago, um, he mentioned something on Twitter is he, seeing a bunch of people complain that Bayonetta 3 is only coming out for Switch. And he's like, just go buy a Switch. Who doesn't have a Switch? Absolutely. A hundred billion of these things. So, um, I mean, if you're complaining that Bayonetta 3 is only on Switch, I don't think you understand how games get made because Nintendo basically made Bayonetta two and three happen. They paid for it or published it or whatever. And, uh, that's the reason these games exist just the same way that Spider-Man exists on PS4 because Sony ponied up the money. So, um, thank you to Nintendo for yeah, absolutely. these games to us and they can do whatever they want with them. Um, like you said, it's nice to see Nintendo have some mature stuff on the platform. So that's awesome. I'm so excited for this and I need to play, Bayonetta one and two again because they're on my wii u i never got them for switch and i could plug my wii u back in again i think it's upstairs i think we were using it for some wii fit stuff the last time that was really plugged in but uh it's been a while and i don't feel like it so i'm probably going to rebuy these and play them but uh but that's it I'm, i'm very excited for those um i do have one honorable mention like I said, I woke my wife up for Disney Magical World 2. She put like 600 plus hours in that game on 3DS. Disney Magical World 1 and 2 combined, she has well over a thousand hours on the 3DS. She woke up and watched the rest of this direct with me just for that game. And uh, we were very excited watching it, but she has not stopped talking. And the fact that it's coming out this holiday is amazing she's so excited i'm so excited for her it's awesome when like she gets she gets really really into games but only like specific ones so seeing her that excited about a game that she's already put 600 hours in is just delightful to me so um I can't wait. I can't wait to see her just completely geek out about this. I know all the music, like it haunts me in my dreams because it just <laughs> like 600 hours of it. I listened and uh, I can't wait to, to ha- have her experience this game again on the switch. It's going to be awesome. It's, it's amazing to me to see, still see uh, like the me games, the games <laughs> with me's like we had what, uh, what was that? Me Tomo. Yeah. Or, or what was that? My The game my son loved to pieces on 3DS, and then he bought it again on Switch. I'm like, you mm-hmm. love this? Yes, I do, Dad. I want this. Yep. And there's there's only a handful. So I'm like, and it is weird that we still don't have a Wii Sports. Yeah. on. We had that weird Wii Sports Club on Wii U, but mm-hmm. nothing on Switch. And I would just love to play those games again. Wii Bowling, it's those are fantastic. Controls. Come on. <laughs> it's an easy. Enjoy it's an easy yeah. solve. And you know, just think about that. All those old people hopefully who are still alive that owned a switch or a wii u we uh, are hopefully still alive and will then buy a switch to just play wii gaming again you'd think you'd think uh maybe they're holding that back to when uh there's no chip shortage they just know that that would have the switch off the shelves they're doing that's a game changer mark 
They are. They're doing this for our benefit because they know that that's what you get for that blue ocean strategy, casual, uh, fit gamer kind of thing. In And they know once that happens, you're not going to be able to find these things. So they're like, you know what? We see a sales lull. We'll get that, that Wii Sports sequel out for Switch. But until then, let's just, let's just give the people the Bayonetta 3 and move on. Mark, I think we're waiting for that switch revision. That's like the what is it the the Firefly phone for old people, where it's like you can only have like three buttons. <laughs> it's very limited. This is all you can do with your switch, folks, because you will like download like those really bad games on the eShop that you shouldn't have. <laughs> this yeah. that's what they're gonna do. Like the that's the switch true. for old people. The, the what do you call it? The I don't know what you would call it. Do we have a name for the switch for old people? Um, no. No, the switch. Oh man, uh, I want to say like the switch prune juice edition. <laughs> it'll be prune colored and yeah. yeah, switch by Metamucil, and it'll be a it will be a twenty five inch switch. That's the stuff. Big it's on button. the go. Yes, the big button switch. Yes, uh, for uh, so, uh, for nursing homes. We're excited about for the future. Aside from the Metamucil edition of Switch, uh, what were there? We we had a few things in this that were like, we're here's a little tease. We'll talk about them at a later date. Todd, what was the one that stuck out to you for like, I want, I can't wait to hear more? Wow. It had to be the Nintendo Online expansion pack plus the controllers. Um, So ultimately, this gives you nine N64 games at launch plus. I think it was 14 Genesis games, which if you compare the library, wow, the Genesis games delivered (laughs) the N64 games, you got win back. And then you got a couple other games like you can play those elsewhere. uh, Because if you owned a whatever, I think if you own the 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 Mario 64 um, or the collection for Mario, you got Mm -hmm. Mario 64. So that's a way to play it there. But yeah, and then you uh, and we saw that what's coming too. we are getting a conquer game. So rareware may happen on this although you're not getting golden eye because nobody gets golden eye because of that license is horrible but you could get perfect dark you could get all these weird diddy kong games you could get Donkey kong 64 uh yeah so you could get all of these weird games you know and nobody yeah it would be cool to see um uh, shadows of the empire would be cool too so they could lean heavily, Mark, into their uh, third-party heritage, which the N64 had a lot of big Hallmark third-party games. So that would be cool if they delivered it. Um, the only thing I'm curious about is, do the Genesis games have the same online uh, features? Like online co-op, right. split-screen? I don't know about that. Not sure. Yeah, they did. They touched on that for the N64 games, like four player Star Fox. But yeah, they didn't really touch on it for for the 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 Genesis games. And they announced some games that would really work with it. Some at least two player beat em ups and that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. where where you think that 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 would be a thing. So I'm, I'm hoping. But again, this is maybe the reason why we need to learn about it later. Right. We don't know the price. We don't know the exact ship date for these games. And there's some stuff left unanswered. So I don't know if that's going to be another direct a news drop on Twitter slash their website or just like a couple of YouTube videos that they're like, okay, here's all the information. Go to your YouTube page, watch the videos you want to watch and thumbs up. Have a good Tuesday or something like who knows. But uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, they have not announced a price. So essentially, if you are a Nintendo Online subscriber, you'll continue with that service as is. If you want these extra options, which is these games added, there will be an extra fee, which apparently you can then transfer your account to that new service. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't want it, you don't have to. So that's that's the unknown right now is what this extra edition will cost you in addition to what you've already paid. Um, a lot of people are on that yearly plan where it expires this fall, so it's like the perfect time of transition. Um, so, Mark, I'm going to ask you really quick, uh, what's a reasonable like price? Because right now it's $20 in the U.S. for the single plan, $35 for a family, for everything. Um, so in regards to that, what's a fair price for nine N64 games you know now, maybe more games you don't know what you're getting, and then also Genesis games? I think an extra 10 bucks a year, like you're not going to double it up. I don't, I don't think they can cost like 
double your subscription. So I don't think they're going to hit 20 bucks a year for the base plus 20 bucks for the, the expansion pass. Like this has to be 10, right? It has to be. I think so. I think that's fair. I mean, and then the family make it 50 bucks, right? Like, oh, 20, uh, 30 bucks yeah. for the single, 50 bucks for the family plan, which was already a, a bargain because you can have like fa- eight families or whatever. So, exactly. yeah, I think yeah. that's, I, that's I fair. I family plan for myself, uh, Loren, and my nephew. So yeah. I have just all of us because I, I said like myself and my wife, like obviously I'm going to get the family plan for that. Then I was just like, I don't know. Who else can I throw on this? And like <laughs> – absolutely like here here nephew like you're you probably don't appreciate any of these games but here's a bunch of super nintendo so like that that'll be another thing that i can be like hey check out these n64 games and genesis and whatever so um yeah it just makes sense for me to have that but i I can't imagine it being more than 10 bucks yeah it seems like it's fair because um those games are old but it's also giving you way, new ways to play those games which is cool and you know a lot of people still have gripes about what's still lacking on the nes and the snes what you'll get still a little bit unknown that library and the n64 is a little less deep than the other systems mm-hmm. um so it'll be cool but i think a lot of people really thought they'd be getting game boy so for yeah. this was a huge surprise so that could be the next road down you know down the road yeah. or maybe we get a micro console but very cool but lastly the controllers they offered i was like okay n64 controller it's wireless has the extra buttons for the switch on it on the back part um and i hope they, they fix the analog control because that thing was so brittle it's like a mm. toothpick um but it's there and then the same thing with the genesis it's wireless has those fixture features 50 dollars seems very high for what those things are yeah am i just well, on crack no what were the other controllers like i i, I wouldn't expect it again to be to be too much more <sighs> i think the asset i think the nes was like 40 bucks and you got two of them yeah yeah so that one and you know the super nintendo i don't i don't i can't remember offhand what that was i should have probably looked it up but um i don't know i i as long as the controls are mapped well enough that you can play it with a standard switch controller and not really worried, I think I think these are good niche products that you don't really need. But the second they say like you can't play X game on on X, and Donkey Kong is is one that comes to mind where it's tough to remap that because they use the face buttons to to that that certain thing. And I think Dan talked about this. Uh, when, when he was on from, from retro logic, like there's, there's certain games that are very tough to, to emulate on the N64 specifically because it had so many buttons. And, uh, you mentioned the six face buttons on the Japanese edition of the Genesis controller. Um, so clearly they found a way to get around that in the U S with three buttons on the face. And that's fine. That, that makes sense. We have four now, so we're not missing anything, but, but N64 had the A, B, and then the four directional buttons. And if they didn't use those for direction or camera, then you could really map moves or actions to essentially six buttons on the front. So it makes it tough. And uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how they they do it. But um, I'm planning on getting the N64 one. Maybe not the Genesis, but uh, as soon as my wife saw it, she was just like, yep, N64, Ocarina, let's go. Need the controller. Don't care. Just order one. Or two cardinal sin mark. Yep. No, like colors though. They should have like said you can choose like three different variations, meaning like the purple, red, yeah. atomic purple, the whatever green cl- translucent, because that's where I think the Nintendo sixty four console mm-hmm. with all its translucent stuff was the bomb. Hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. Just just releasing the the boring. I'll say boring gray one. Like, come on, give me my translucent green back. Like, I just need that. Just, I would have bought the purple one just because I like yeah. translucent purple. It's yeah. my purple's my favorite color. So there I still you go. have the green one. It's like it's you know just back in like my my display, but like it doesn't the, like you said the controller sticks wobbly and just not useful. But like I love that controller so much, I'm not gonna throw it out. Like every demo unit with a Nintendo 64, that that stick was just like <laughs> just had given up and it just slapped down. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's let's move on. Let's wrap up with a few honorable mentions. So in that one, I did have my N64 uh, games on the online Switch. So I'll kind of move past that and ask you about what uh, what your first little honorable mention is. 
So, Mark, since I took up all the time, I'm going to go back to Smash because I will add Smash in because we didn't talk about that. Future announcement. I meant to talk about that. I kind of blazed past that. But that was an exciting future announcement was Smash. Uh, So, yeah, let's move on to that. That's your honorable mention, my future announcement. What do you think? So, I think this is cool, but I think everyone is nervous because we've been so disappointed because like this is the last one for this game that has been the ultimate. So Mm -hmm. ultimate, ultimately, (laughs) ultimately ultimate. um, We don't know if we're going to ever going to get a smash game that is this vast or it can possibly be. So, I mean, what can this be? Cause we feel like we've wasted so many great slots with like another fire emblem character or a fatal fury, Terry Bogard or something like that. It's like, eh, so Mark, I'm excited for this, but I'm also hesitant to like, there might be riots in the street after this. If it's another sword character from a fantasy series that looks like could be a boy, could be a girl, could be anybody that mm-hmm. does something and acts crazy. It, yeah, it, there's it like no way they can win with this because you either have Halo fans rioting if it's not Master Chief, you have uh, Waluigi fans rioting if it's not Waluigi, you have people that I'm sure want a dozen different characters and they think they're the most deserving. Uh, Kratos, Laura Croft, uh, Crash whoever, Bandicoot, Crash Bandicoot, Spyro, like name a character there is a fan group out there that thinks that they deserve the last spot and uh it's it's a lose 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 for everyone because they're probably going to be like i don't know it's master hand whatever leave me alone and like it's you know like i don't, I don't know uh Sakharel put himself in this game for all we know <sighs> who knows how it's gonna end but it's uh it's, I mean, we don't have to wait long that's that's a good thing I think Sakurai is going to end this with these basically, and I am making the next great Kirby game. <laughs> That's it. That's all I want. That's really. it. Yeah. Or uh, the next Kid Icarus or a remake of Kid Icarus, uh, uh, rising oh, that, on, uh, cool. yeah. 3ds. Perfect. Um, that man needs a, a vacation. It's been three years of just solid work on smash brothers. No matter who we get, like they deserve that whole team deserves an applause and a long vacation before moving on to something else. Three solid years of amazing smash brothers content, whether you love the character at the time or not, like you cannot argue that they have rebuilt this entire game from the ground up for certain DLC characters. That is bananas. Like they could have just picked someone easier to make them fit into the game that they already built. But they were like, no, we want to put Minecraft Steve in. Let's rewrite our whole engine. What? Come on. Like no other team in the world does that. So it's, it's amazing to see they deserve all the recognition and uh, yeah, that's just wild. And the Mario Kart eight team's like, eh, we just <laughs> ported a game. <laughs> we sell them more than everybody else. I'm like, Ooh, 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 pretty much, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, Can't wait for the, the the Ultra Smash Ultimate Ultra DX port, and you get I don't functioning know. online. Thanks, there you go. <laughs> I love this. We got some overlap though on the the honorable mentions. So, um, yep. so Mark, uh, from there, uh, what's your honorable mention? Let's go with let's next? talk uh, the next one. Let's let's go on. Let's save the the lap for the last thing let's i'm gonna talk metroid dread for my honorable mention i know and the only reason i put this in my honorable mentions is because it's coming out so soon and i'm already about as hyped as i can get i really didn't need to see anything more on this everything i see gets me a little bit more hyped but like i didn't pre-order yet but like the game's already going to be purchased it's already a win like just release it and let us have some fun it looks amazing i'm sold like, don't, you know, like save that two minutes for something else, I guess. But like, I understand what they're doing. They're marketing the heck out of this game because they need this. I, I love that they're putting the marketing dollars into this. I can't complain too much. But like, for me, it gets knocked down to that honorable mention just because I'm already so sold on this game. Yeah, it's funny because I think they do that with every direct where they've got a game coming out in like two weeks. Here it is again. So, yeah. and I would say this at this point, Everybody wants Metroid to succeed. So if there's anybody that 
by happenstance have not seen this trailer here it is again folks and here's a website you can go to and here's all these things because don't blame us if you don't buy this game because at this point if you complain and it doesn't sell yeah. you've no one to, you know no one to blame except for yourself that's it that's it so uh, what was your next one uh i will go and we'll finish up with our shared at the end mm-hmm. uh but i'm gonna go with act razor renaissance this is just uh, so bizarre because a lot of people loved act razor uh on the snes and it's a weird like hybrid it's it's basically a, a side-scrolling action platformer but it also had this like weird world building where you can build a, a village and do all these things like and i think no one expected this game to ever be i mean the fact if you got it on i think is it on the snes online service I don't think so, but I could be mistaken. Okay. So that was the best you could hope it would go on that service. Yeah. But beyond that or the SNES classic. But the fact that you're getting actually a remake and it looks pretty good, mm-hmm. that's amazing. Not that yeah. I'm going to play it. I just was very happy for people that have said this game is awesome and largely has been unavailable for, pe- for people for decades. Mm-hmm. It's it's such a wacky game. I never played it. Uh, you know, too young to kind of grasp the concept when the Super Nintendo was out, and, and it, like you said, it's been kind of hard to get. So, uh, I loved seeing the hype about this, but uh, yeah, it's it's and, and again, one of those things that it was like, and it's available now. So that's so cool. I love seeing that and the hype. Uh, it, it felt very similar to how I felt about Castlevania. So everyone has those little things that you're hyped about, and it's it's awesome to see it online. So that's it. So last but not least. The Super Mario movie. We have a voice list. The, the I put it on my honorable mentions. I'm guessing you did too, just because it was so weird. They only showed the voice actor list. They didn't show a single frame of animation or what this movie is going to look like. So uh, let's maybe let's recap the movie. Who's going to be in this? Yeah, and I, I and, and Mark, I'm just a little confused because. I thought I saw more or heard more casting versus what they showed on the direct. Is that true? Um, whoops. Sorry. Oh my just, goodness. Uh, there you go. You got some, you got some online commentary. Apparently I opened up a website uh, to, to get the full <laughs> cast list here and it instantly just started playing a the voice. Uh, yeah. A recap of the direct. Uh, so I apologize for that. But so the, the voice cast that's, that's on this list anyway, uh, and, and maybe they, they announced more, but I missed it or something. Anyway, we have Chris Pratt voicing Super Mario, which uh, the, the internet is just ablaze with this information. I Chris Pratt's not my favorite Chris, but like Nintendo is so hands-on with this movie that I have faith that if he sucked, they'd be like, we need someone else. Get Charles Martinet or someone else like they are there every day, hands-on. This is what Miyamoto's doing. Like, I I trust it. There's a process here. I trust it. And he was good in the Lego movie. So that's a, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it at that, I think. Uh Anya Taylor Joy voicing Princess Peach. Charlie Day, my favorite casting, I think, as Luigi. <laughs> I love it. Amazing, Mark. Mark, do you do you remember that scene in "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia" where Charlie like, Charlie mentions why he likes to go into the sewers, and it's like perfect. He's a plumber. <laughs> That's it. It's amazing. I've I've seen a few voice clips of like things from "Always Sunny" that are mm-hmm. over Luigi talking or what, or like just a picture of Luigi. Him in a bag of spaghetti. <laughs> the bag of spaghetti, I love that. Um, yep. I sent to my brother and, and and then I saw other people doing this, but I sent it as two separate pictures of the Charlie Day staring across the restaurant uh, and then Luigi giving the death stare. Yep. And I sent the both pictures as I was watching the direct to my brother who had watched the direct earlier. And... Uh, <laughs> I just said them, like I said, two separate pictures, but I was like, same energy. And then I saw people doing like, they mm-hmm. memed it up and made it look way better than I did. Just sending two pictures that I stole from the internet. But like, I love it. I love it. everyone's just like in agreement that Charlie Day has big oh, yeah. energy. It's great. Um, Jack Black as Bowser. Can't wait to hear him just sing something about. Oh, I hope this is a musical, Mark. 100%. I hope this is a musical. Has to be. The uh, Day Man, Light Man. <laughs> 
<laughs> from sorry i love yeah. it's always sunny fall off, yeah. to my castle. oh yeah, my goodness the, uh, the, and i think danny devito got announced as yoshi is that true what or am i just imagining oh, no. i thought it was and i'm like that's perfect I would lose my mind, but that is not on this list. I'm guessing that's fan casting, but we'll uh, uh, we'll we'll stick to what's on my list here. Sure. Uh, Keegan Michael Key voicing Toad. Sad. Did, did you see what I put in the Discord, you. Mark? Yes. The Toad, the voice over Keegan Michael Key doing the AA Ron. Yeah. Perfect. Yep. Fantastic. Uh, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Again, I've seen the <laughs> Seth Rogen laugh over the creepy animation so from good. the Donkey Kong 90s cartoon that was like 3D, early 3D computer animation, and it yep. is perfect. Yep. Uh, Fred Armisen voicing Cranky Kong. Perfect. Uh, Kevin Michael Richardson voicing Kamek. Sebastian Maniscalco? He's a very Italian man, is okay. all I will say. Voicing Spike. Interesting. Uh, they did also say that Charles Martinet, who has provo- provided the voice of Mario forever, uh, and and other characters like uh, Luigi, Wario, several other, like he is a fantastic, phenomenal voice actor. Oh, yeah. He will be doing surprise cameos or at least a cameo in this movie. So it kind of sucks. I, I I'm, I'm hoping he's okay with that, like being replaced by Chris Pratt or like some Hollywood actor or whatever. And like, you never really expect, like, obviously for this movie, they, they want some big name actor to get people like just out to see this. And they're like going to be, you know, there's going to be some mom in middle America. That's going to be like, Oh, I like Chris Pratt. He's great. Let's go see this Mario movie. And uh, you know, if they saw that, like Charles Martinet starring as Mario, like, like they'd be like, who is what? why I'm not, I'm going to go see Paw Patrol again. You know, like it just, but like, how did that phone call go? Like, Hey Charles, cool. Thanks for voicing super Mario for the last 30 years. Um, we want you in the movie. It's going to be great. And he's like, it's a me. And they're like, no, 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 no. You're, you're going to be voicing PD Piranha. Uh, we got Chris Pratt, you know, star Lord's going to be, uh, going to be Mario. It's like, wow, 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 wow. Like the Pac-Man sound or something like just to din it. Like just, uh, sorry, Charles. Yeah, at this point, I don't think we can say Nintendo will be like, we didn't approve that. Miyamoto came on and said, oh, Chris Pratt, he's so cool. So at this point, I'm like, Nintendo has no excuse to say we didn't know what we were doing. We were plugged in. We were just naive toy makers. And it's like they got screwed (laughs) once. They aren't getting screwed again. They did have a success and they did have involvement with the Detective Pikachu movie because they are like third of the owners of the Pokemon uh, company. So I think they saw when Ryan Reynolds did that voice and it's like that worked. So I'm guessing the way this is going to work, Mark, this may be a weird Jumanji type of experience where they're brought into the world of Mario. Oh, you think? I think that's how they're going to nail it. Cause I think that kind of makes sense to say, Hey, I'm in a video game and we are these characters and what's going to happen. But I could be wrong. It could be com- something completely different. It could be like the Sonic movie where mm-hmm. Sonic is just a weird hedgehog who hangs out with, um, uh, you know, Cyclops from the X-Men films. <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> know. That, that's kind of how I've been picturing it is just like, you know, we, we got a Sonic the Hedgehog that wasn't like, don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. For or chili dogs and yeah, yeah like, weird like, like yeah, you know, it wasn't he wasn't John Ralphio. He wasn't, you know, like running into Cyclops being like money, please. Like he was a good Sonic. <laughs> that would have been bad, better if he did like a little I, yeah, parks and rec thing. That'd be perfect. John Ralph, yeah. Like I'm the worst. Uh, or his sister yeah. was what wrote. I don't even know the yeah. Sonic characters quite honestly, um, but yeah. But yeah. So I, I don't know. I have faith that Nintendo is going to make this the best they can because so. they, they got so burned the first time. And again, Miyamoto is on this every single day. This is his job. Now this is what he's doing. I have faith. I mean, Bob Hoskins was an English dude who played Mario. <laughs> so somebody doing a heavy Italian accent, is that what you want? And quite honestly, yeah, I, yeah. I've, I've always, people have always said, I want Mario to do more. I want him to say more than just, mamma mia, I'm Italian stereotype. I mean, <laughs> that's a hard thing to eat in a in a movie with a broad audience. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping they'll just nail it and just have fun with this. And it's like, yeah, Nintendo can really put their product out there for everybody it can be a lot of fun versus you're not staying true to the character i'm like 
that's not what it's always about. I mean, Link has only said, ah, wee, for how many years? And people are like, it's so involving. Oh, my God. Yeah, that story was so great. Netflix show, right? Like, Link has to have a voice in the Netflix show. You're not going to have. I, I think so. But he can be a man of few that. words, like The well, Witcher. Yeah, I suppose. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, we'll we'll see. But again, this is this is why we had this on like honorable mentions or stuff we're looking forward to. Like, we still need to hear a lot more and see something about this movie. So I think that's that's kind of going to wrap it up for today. Absolutely. And Mark, uh, you know, we may see more of these things come the Game Awards. I'm guessing that's the next big gaming event we'll talk about. Maybe we'll do another special for that, all the things yeah. that come out of that, which would be a lot of fun. So yeah, this was a lot of fun. And we had a, a cool announcement, more to come in that. Uh, I have some plans where we'll go next with a giveaway, which will be hopefully all very right. cool. So with that, yeah, this has been fun, fantastic. And uh, hopefully we'll have another episode in another week for your ears. Yeah. Thanks for listening. And uh, yes, I want to tell people where they can find us. Oh, yeah. So stay to the end of the show for all the good details on where you can find us in the world, uh, wide web and on Twitters and all of that. But with that, Mark, thank you for joining. Stella and Henry, you were a pleasure. Uh, Thank you for joining us. And as always, it's always better to game together. This podcast is part of the Secret Friends Unite podcasting network. Visit SecretFriendsUnite.com for more great shows, articles, news, reviews, and more. Secret Friends Unite podcasts are available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and other podcast services around the world. If you'd like to be part of the conversation, you can join us on Facebook or our new Discord server, or follow at Secret Friends U on Twitter. Please subscribe to Secret Friends Unite on YouTube and visit our merch store at tpublic.com. Just search Secret Friends Unite. Thanks for listening.